Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. 12 minutes past six. A very warm welcome. This is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, your Tuesday edition. The name is Thompson Mashakeni. Much appreciated to Han. He's back tomorrow morning. It's our turn now. We appreciate your listening. We appreciate that you love the station. Well, we, we are bringing something very interesting today. We are looking at the conversion of, of, of Saul in his way to Damascus. It's a fascinating story. The servant of the Lord will explain that. Because indeed, each and every person has got his past, present. So we would like to look back and reflect on his past until he met the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 37871 37871 is our SMS line. The studio number is 012 3413 We often talk Mina Nawen. The WhatsApp line is 0826 We play the song by Oh saying healing power. Shall we read together the word of God? Yes. Let's read and hear what God says before we bring in the servant of the Lord. Allow me to read with you in the book of Psalm 57, my family. Psalm 57. It says, Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have dug a pit before me. Into the midst of it, they themselves have fallen. Number seven, my heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and give praise. Awake my glory. Awake, lute and harp. I will awaken the dawn. Number nine. I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations. For your mercy reaches unto the heavens, and your truth unto all, unto the clouds. Number 11. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be above all the earth after this beautiful song we bring in the servant of the lord ah, infinite we seek you from your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet join this life on 657 am reach your customers in the car at the office at home or wherever they are night or day through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339 or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. 
Terms and conditions apply. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. Sounds of life. 19 minutes past six. When I'm joined on the line, my family, on this lovely, lovely evening by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Herbert Matzenene, is my guest. I know that my family is ready to hear from the mouth of the Lord. And thank you for, for joining us because we, we just want to hear from what God says in his word. I mean, it's so fantastic always just to hear what Jehovah says in his word. Good evening to you. A wonderful evening, Bhavmashakeni. And let me also greet the family on the side that have been sharing uh, this time just to come and be part of our discussion. You'll be in Malanga, you'll be in, in Popo, Northwest, our provinces, Southern, and Estate, um, Down, Cape Town, and Natal. Uh, not only Cape, everywhere, I really appreciate the time and and also particularly in calling out during the conversation. I really appreciate Thank you, Amasha. I'm so glad that you took this time that we should sit around the table and hear from the Lord. Uh, I played my family a song by Infinite that says, Lord, we, we seek you because... In this very life, we need to seek the Lord. The Bible says, seek the Lord while he may be found and, and call upon him while he's still very near. And we don't seek the Lord after death. My family, we seek the Lord while we are still alive. Men of God. Um, we seek the Lord while we are still alive. And uh, we, we should make it a a decision, a desire and purpose in our life that, mm. Lord, we, we need you. We mm. need you. Mm. I, I remember of an old man uh, by the name of um, Jacob when he said, I won't die until I see him. Mm. Jacob wanted to see uh, uh, his children, but one of the child was not there. He said, I won't die until I see him. I love uh, that. When when he saw the sun, mm. and the Bible says the spirit of the old man was revived. Sure. Then he, he felt that I can just release the blessings and go back home. Um, it, it needs to be a desire and purpose for all of us to say, Lord, I want to, I want your presence. Mm. I, I want to dedicate my life to you. Mm. that when everything is said and done, I would be welcome to home, and I would want to hear the heaven say, Thou, this, 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 this. Brilliant, brilliant. 
Men of God, together with the family of Radio Pulpit, each and every person in this life has got his past. Mm. And, and sometimes when you look at our past, it was very mm. ugly, very, very ugly. Mm. Mm. By nature, we were sinners. We were deserted from the grace of the Lord. We were not actually partakers of, of the, the grace of God. But when you reflect back and say, and look where you are, one could say, it is only the grace of the Lord revealed to you, revealed to me, so that today I may say, it is not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. What do you have in store for us this evening, Bishop Herbert Matsenen? After, after the work that you have just said, that all of us, our backgrounds, uh, we, we were not well, we were sinful. I remember Romans 3, verse 23, as you were saying, that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Now, when it says all, it says you and I, that... Uh, we fall short of the glory of God. But today I want us to look at the character. One man who we never thought as we read the scriptures and the storylines of his life, where we never thought that this man uh, at the, the end of his story will be a great story by the name of Saul. Uh, and we understand out of that we deduce the that uh, this power, uh, the power of a true conversion in our life, uh, we have received Jesus Christ and we are converted. We, we know, in our knowing, the Bible says the Holy Spirit bears the witness with that, that indeed we, we are the children of God. Now, today I want us to go together to the book of chapter 9, we are going to read uh, from verse 1 up to 19, then I will say a prayer, then we will be continuing with our discussion. Let's read together at chapter 9 from verse 1. Meanwhile, Saul was still breaking out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest asked for meaningful letters to the synagogues. Uh, in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, might be taken, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. He neared Damascus on his journey. Suddenly, a light from heaven flashed around him, and he fell to the ground, and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, and he replied, Now get up and go to, into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to me in a vision. Ananias, yes, Lord, he answered. 
Then the Lord told him, go to the house of Judah on Street, on street Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. For his prey, in a region he has seen a man named Ananias, come and place his hands on him to restore his heart. Lord Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he had done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go to this man, is my chosen instrument, to carry my name before the, the Gentiles and their kings and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it, placing his hands on Saul. He said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled um, with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and he was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, indeed we are what we are because we have an encounter with Jesus Christ through salvation. We have been convicted by the Holy Spirit of our sinful nature, and we believe with our heart that indeed we are sinners, and Jesus Christ is um, the Son of the living God. Today, we are the children of God. Father God, I pray, bless the discussion, and, and, and everyone that is listening to this discussion, may they benefit from in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, we, we just read from the book of Acts chapter 9, uh, verse 1 up to 19, which uh, the whole scope of chapter 9, of course, is, it goes to verse um, 31. Um, but I want us to, to focus on the few verses that I just read here. Uh, the beginning of Acts chapter 9 tells one of the most significant conversions in the history of the church and even the history of the world. Souls of Tarsus had been on a mission to capture and persecute the followers of Jesus until his radical encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. Souls' conversion, no matter how big or dramatic, is a miraculous act of God. It is fitting that Saul's conversion was distinctive because he was such a rare person. By birth, a Jew. By citizenship, a Roman. By education, a Greek. By religion, or Pharisee. He was a Pharisee. And by the grace of God, we see him uh, being a Christian. Now, as Saul's ministers in Jerusalem, uh, as a young Jewish zealot, Saul is offended by a man named Stephen. Now, when we read chapter 7, verse 58, we see Saul there being offended by this uh, Christian, a man who was full of the Holy Spirit by the name of Stephen. In verse 58, the Bible reads as follows, Acts chapter 7, verse 58, it reads as follows, Saul dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses 
laid their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. Now, Saul is leading people who were stoning Stephen. Why? Stephen, the Bible says, he was a man full of the Holy Spirit, leading a worship. Now, Saul was so disturbed by the kind of life that Stephen was living. So Saul led others to stone Stephen to death. After Stephen's death, Saul became the leader of the persecution against the church. We find that in Acts chapter 8, verse 3, the church was scattered, but by God's design, it forced the church to to be established in other cities. The meaning of the church was scattered. They went to different cities, only to find that the plan of God was that churches should be planted in other cities. As a result, many more Jews were becoming Christians. It's so amazing that after being uh, Stephen was stoned to death, many Jews who were belonging to to the movement of of, of Saul, they became um, Christians. They, they, they were born again. But our our God had other plans in Acts chapter nine. Now here is the turning point. The story is changing in Acts chapter nine. Someone once said, "Being a Christian is like putting a new suit of." Clothes on a on on a man, but that's not accurate. Becoming a Christian is like putting a new man in the same old suit of clothes. You look the same on the outside, but you are radically different on the inside. Now, in other words, when people might look at us and say, "So and so, I know him. I know where he is born. I know the background," but the inside of the person has encountered with Christ, and the inside of the person has changed. Now, Christianity is not a pet job. It is a, it is a transformation. We are transformed. It's getting a new life. And that is what happened to Saul when he became Paul. He was transformed uh, to become Paul. Now, uh, I want us to understand that um, uh, becoming or to be converted to, in order to be children of God, um, we, we change in the inside. And the gospel of Jesus Christ changes us. And, and the Bible says when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict of the world of sin. And when we are convicted and we accept that we are sinners, then uh, there is a transformation uh, in, the, in the inside of us. There is a transformation in the inside of us. Mm. What a nice introduction. I love what you said, man of God. Saul was transformed into mm. Paul. And basically, he was on his way to Damascus to persecute the church. And your introduction, you even said as well, it is the gospel of Christ that changes us. That has to be understood in Fundisi because sometimes we think church could change an individual. Being a good member would probably change Mm. an individual but Mm. you said just now that the gospel of jesus christ changes Mm. us now no wonder men of god the the apostle paul says i am not ashamed of the gospel Mm. of christ because it Mm. is the power of god and this power power transforms changes Mm. us from the inside out let us have the conversation for this let's continue now, this, this man he is speaking from the, the point of 
uh, and experiential knowledge of saying, uh, I have encountered with Christ, I have exchanged ways with you. Though I had my colleagues that I were with, they did not hear when Christ was speaking to me, but I had him. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. There's a difference between uh, knowing Christ and the head about him. The Bible says even the people that were with Paul, Saul, they were struggling to hear what Paul and what Saul was going through. And, and, but Saul had a, a, a direct encounter with Christ and he was able to exchange words with him. Then Jesus said to him, why do you persecute me? And, and, and so I wanted to know, who are you? Who are you? Because I've been authorized by, by um, the priest, the high priest. I've been given letters so that I can continue with my murderous activities. So, but then as they were changing it, Saul is asking himself, who is this one who is so authoritative? And now Christ Jesus, for for this man to focus, he had to blind him, he had to close his eyes, so that the full focus may be may be directed to Jesus Christ. And Jesus said to him, "This man is going to be my chosen instrument." And from that day on, the Bible says the life of this man was transformed. The life of Paul was never the same. Hmm. I love the Lord because the Lord was not dilly-dallying here. He was very specific. Mm. Mm. This man is my chosen mm. instrument. Mm. Now, I'm so amazed that many of the listeners who are listening this evening would attest to this and say, mm. indeed, I have been chosen by the Lord as his instrument. I love the personal encounter that, you know, Saul had with the Lord Jesus. I wish you could just talk more about that, Mfundis. Personal encounter with the Lord is very, very key to this conversation. The, uh, Saul had a personal encounter uh, with the Lord. And I would understand also that our experiences of encountering the Lord are not the same. Uh, how we, we, we were convicted, how we received Jesus Christ with our personal faith, our experiences are not the same. But here is so encountering with Christ, which no one uh, ever preached to Saul. The way this man, he was, he was so a radical, a person who tried, a person who didn't even accept anything uh, this man dedicated himself as a Jewish demon. He would go all out to persecute people, uh, to kill people, to do whatever that he can, arresting people. Uh, he, he was so serious when he see people congregating somewhere. He was so serious so that he can come and dismiss them and arrest them and cause them pain. But then, little did he knew that he, 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 was, he was fighting the Lord. And here the Lord is addressing him. It was not a prophetic thing. It was a direct word uh, that was spoken to, to Saul. And the Lord said to him, um, 
to Saul, um, why are you are you persecuting Jesus Christ? Uh, why are you persecuting? And why are you are you fighting? Why do you do that to me? And and Saul said, Who are you, Lord? Who are you, Lord? And the Lord is speaking to this man. We realize that God will go all out. He will go out of his way in order to deal with a certain individual for a purpose. And and, and Jesus is saying, uh, this man is going with my chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles. Now, this tells me the conversion of Paul, the way it is, how we are converted, it, it is also, it depicts the kind of assignment that God wants us to fulfill in, in, in our lives. Uh, and, then, and then the Lord said, uh, he will be my instrument before the Gentiles and before the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer mm. for, for my name. Mm. He was a zealot, you said. A, a Jewish zealot. Very radical in, in, his, in his approach to, mm. in terms of persecuting the, the, the church of the Lord. Mfundisi, when, when, when Christ had an encounter with this man, he was, he was able to utter words, Who mm. are you, Lord? What is the meaning of this? Who are you? Uh, when he said, Who are you? He was saying, um, I, I, I think I have, I, have been, or I have been given the permission from the highest authority, mm. as far as I know. Then who are you? Who is counteracting the authority I and the permission that I have been given? I hear you, yes. Who are you? And now, mm. because this man, he, he knew that was the last person uh, as a ringleader here. Mm. Now, he was not expecting anyone to speak to him that way. Mm. And, and God has done it deliberately so. Had God sent a, a, a prophet, a priest to him, it wouldn't make sense. Actually, uh, it would also put that priest into his obedience. But here, we, we see the Lord Jesus himself standing up in doing the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and addressing and Saul from his position. And when they were exchanging words of saying, Who are you? In other words, in terms of the ranking, who are you? In terms of the ranking and position, uh, who are you? And, and, and now Jesus is answering, He said, I am Jesus. I am Jesus. In other words, I am the Savior. I am the person who has died for people. Mm. I have been given this name above every name mm. in the book of Philippians chapter 2. Great. That every knee should bow and every tongue should confess. Absolutely. I am, I Absolutely. am the highest authority. Mm. Mm. I, I think it's amazing, Fundisi, because indeed, when we bring it back home to our own selves, yes. we were far from the Lord. By nature, by nature, we were mm. sinners, mm. you know. And, 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 and look at the visitation of this man mm. by, by the Lord. And you are saying Christ had to stand up and do the great commission to him. By himself. 
I, I, I love that. Hmm? Yeah, I love he, that. He had to do that. Mm. But now, yes. during that era, yeah. era of Saul being persecuting the church, there's something that uh, we, we have also to look at here. When he was dismissing the church, the congregation that we were gathering, and, and he was persecuting them, and they were running to other cities. Uh, they did not arrive to those cities and to Christ. The Bible says churches were planted in those respective cities. We see there are conversions. There are many people who got saved when the church was going through persecution. I I want us to also bring it home that um, it is it is very funny that when we think that. It is like the devil is winning the battle. It is like the, the, the devil is closing the mouth of, of the church. Uh, it is during this time that of COVID-19 that you realize that there are so many people who dedicated their lives to Christ than before the COVID. Uh, when, 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 things, when the going gets tough, God always has a better plan for his people. And the Bible says during that time, of Paul, many people got mm. mm. You know, it's so amazing because the Lord does not operate like mm. us, Mfundis, mm. who are limited by circumstances, limited by environment. Mm. You, you are saying when 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 t- um, 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 tough time was mm. around, or when things were tough during that time, mm. God ha- had a better plan. Mm. I wish this could actually resonate with our family members that indeed God is not stagnant. Mm. Whenever you're facing situation, probably uh, ultimately he has the, 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 the solution for that. I wish you could just reiterate that when, 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 when tough are, 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 times are tough, God has got a mm. better plan. I, I think all of us as Christians, we can, we can agree with one another that uh, before the breakthrough or even during the breakthrough, you will realize that the, the, the devil will fight, uh, will fight um, to the very last degree in order to discourage us. And now, it is like God works everything for good to those who believe in him. He, he allows situations to come mm. and as those situations come and when we feel like it is over with us, uh, there is always a better plan mm. that God has put in place for us. The Bible says there is no temptation which is not common to me. Mm. And, and, and there is no hardship mm. that is not here, temptation is not referring to you. If you see something and you feel like your nature is saying, steal it, you should steal No, no. He's speaking about the difficulties, the adversaries. There is no hardships mm. that are not common to men. I see. And, 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 and the Bible says, mm. in case, uh, it, it looks like it's difficult to do. The Bible says, God will make a way. The issue, the issue of, of God making a way, uh, 
to to individuals listening mm. this evening it, it, it's so it's so great mfendisi mm. because sometimes when we reach a cul-de-sac a place mm. of no return we mm. think it is the end of everything however you are saying god has a, a better plan of course, of course, Mfundi, see, when you look at Romans chapter 8, verse number 28, the Bible says, And we know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to his purpose. Talk to me, Mfundi. And, and, and we know that God works everything, all these things. He works everything for good to those who believe in him. Um, we, we need also to understand that nothing happens just to happen under the, the, the sun. Everything happens for a purpose in our life. If we can stand and look back and see what the Lord has done in our life, using the very thing that we thought it was sent by the devil to destroy us, mm-hmm. and, and all to find that it came as a stepping stone, it came as something that we should step on and move forward. The Bible says, when an enemy comes like a flood, mm. it is the word of God. Amen. The Bible says, God shall lift up the standard. I love that. I love that. I love but that. But let's read First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 18. Sure. No temptation has seized you except what is common to men. Hmm. And God is faithful. Now, that part A of that verse is uh, no temptation, no hardship, no difficulty, except what is common to men. In other words, I would just say, um, whatever that you are going through today, whatever that you went through yesterday, it is not a new thing. The Bible says it's common. Mm. What you are going through, you mm. are going through it alone. Someone, someone, somewhere, has gone through the same thing. I hear now, you. The Bible says, mm. then in case, then it becomes so difficult to you. Right. So God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond sure. what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide mm. a way out mm. so that you can mm. stand up under it. Mm. You can stand up under it. Now, God will make you to to, to show high like the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, those that wait upon them, mm-hmm. they shall renew their Amen. They shall Amen for show that. out mm. like eagles. They shall mount up like eagles. In other words, God will allow the problem, as the Bible says, to be under your feet. You will see yourself uh, mounting high. I like an eagle. When an eagle sees a turmoil, a tornado comes, or a wind, it doesn't succumb. Uh, I think an eagle has an understanding that are above, uh, uh, has an understanding that um, a wind does not reach the, to the high, does not reach the highest level. Then an eagle will show and penetrate and break through, break, break away the wind and go on top and will look at the wind when it's under its feet. Now, I am trying to say, it is true that the Bible says, God will make a way for us, and ultimately, we will see the problem under us. Mm, mm, mm. 
if you just join us, this is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. In conversation with Bishop Herbert Matzenen, we are looking at the life of Saul, his conversion from Saul into Paul. And, and, and I love what Mfundis is saying, that sometimes when, when, when we see things not going our way, God is able to make a way. He might have made a way for you. And you can testify to that and said, I never thought, I never thought that God would do one, two, three. And Mfundis is emphasizing as well that God is faithful. Faithful. You can go through the book of Acts chapter 9, verses number 1 to 19. Read through. Mfundis, let me take a, a commercial break. We, we continue with the conversation. And uh, we shall allow the family to, to call us on 012-334-1322. Send your WhatsApp on 082-657-2729. The SMS line is 37871. This is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Let's do this. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Or WhatsApp 067-429-7564. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopulpit.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity. Welcome back. If you just join us, this is Radio Pulpit, your daily companion on a Tuesday evening. On the line, I'm joined by the servant of the Lord. We are having a conversation, by the way. Men of God, allow me to read the very same chapter that 
you read and uh, i would love to hear your say on on that my family we're reading acts chapter 9 but i'm gonna read from verse number number uh, 11 so the lord said to him arise go to the street called straight and inquire at the house of judas for one called saul of Tarsus, for behold he is praying and in a vision he has seen a, a man named ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight 13 then ananias answered lord i have heard from a, 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 from many about this man how much harm he has done to your saints in jerusalem 14 and here he is rather here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all who call on your name look at this man this man like you said he had authority he has authority but the response of the lord in verse number 15 the bible says but the lord said to him go for he is a chosen of mine to bear my name before gentiles kings and the children of israel should we understand Mfindisi, that we are not called by men we are called by god we are not called by men that should make us to be radical and understand that the calling that we have it's so high in Fundis. Mm. Mm. Talk to me. Um, there is something that we need to look at there. Um, that creature is very, very, it speaks for itself. Here is, is the priest, uh, Ananiah, and the Lord is speaking to him. Of course, as a priest, there are a number of things that the Lord would continually speak with him on behalf of the community and the lives of other people. Now, <clears throat> but Ananiah is a human being as well. He had the background of, of many other people. One such was Saul. He had a background of Saul. But hey, there's a man who's persecuting the church. Uh, there's a man who, who's closing the church. Like he's regulating the church. Now, now, Ananiah, given the background, you see the other challenge that we have as people. We, we pray for people, we pray for the world to be saved and, and come and, and, enjoy, and join us in the body of Christ. But immediately, when people get saved, it's like it's we people, we don't, for, we, we don't forget uh, what mm. people have done. Mm. Uh, mm. Here is a sister, a, a brother, who has been so troublesome in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a conviction in the inside, coming to the church. You will find other people pointing fingers, but this one is like we know. This one wants to the person. This one is an ex-con, mm. uh, coming from, from prison. Uh, this one wants to end the house or ATA. This one is a, is a dangerous event. We don't even believe that he says maybe when he has come to the church like this, he's just here to start mm. where we put our instruments and how we collect the revenue in the church. 
So we, we, we have that in our mind. Now, Ananiya is there. But I, Lord, I hear you say, and remember, the, the Jesus Christ is the omnipresent mm. God, mm. knowing everything. Amen. Now, when he knew, when he knew everything, Ananiya for him was just to take instruction from the Lord. But look at how the priest is responding the Lord. He says, I have heard many reports about this man. Mm, 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 mm. I am so reluctant to go and meet this man. Sure. Because uh, having heard from him, I, I might be killed by this. But the Lord is saying, uh, look, Ananias, this man is going to be my chosen instrument. Now the Lord is repeating himself in verse 15. He said, but the Lord said to Ananias, go to this man. And we see him, we see the Lord sending, uh, sending Ananiah initially. But again, the Lord is saying, go to this man. He's my chosen instrument to carry my name. Go to this man. Uh, even if you are dragging your feet, but I'm commanding you, I'm instructing you. Go to this man because he's my chosen instrument. Now, we, we, we need to put it to the people of the Republic of South Africa and everyone that is listening across the country, everywhere. We need to, to, to understand that when God has forgiven people, He has forgiven people, even their repulse in the background, He has forgiven them. And if a person says, I have received Jesus as my personal Savior, we just have to take it that way. We don't have to dig into the background uh, how many boyfriends you have, hmm. how many girlfriends you have, mm. how many, what is that you have, how many bottles of beer you have drank. Mm. We don't have to, to go to that window. I can imagine. For anyone is in Christ, mm. I, want us, I want us to face Man of God, let me let, let, let me come in, please. Let me come in there. Human nature would probably say he was... Mm or he is an ex, you know, convict, you know, mm. he, he used to do like some of the things that you mentioned, mm. forgetting that now this particular person, the past is left behind. Mm. Now he is a new creature. I think we need more grace when I'm from DC that we should look at people from the eyes of God, particularly when they came into the altar and, and dedicated their lives to Christ. We should know that the past, it's over. Forward, they are going. Mfundis, before you read... Yes, we? yes, yes. yes. Be, before you read that scripture, Mfundis, let me invite call about calls about the conversion of this man. Perhaps there could be people who would testify and say, I saw him into my very own life. Zero one two double three four one three double two. We're talking about the conversion of Paul. And and, and a number of scriptures, the men of God, you know, spoke about it and read. And because we need scriptures to validate what we, we, we're talking uh, uh, about. Mfundisi, you wanted to read somewhere, but allow me as I'm going to play a song and just open that verse, drink a cup of water, and uh, after this song, we are going to take calls. You read as well after this song. Ne? Right, right. Yes. 
Lengiwe Masondo on Tuesday Life. She says, Yamkela, Riperile. The name is Thompson Mashakini. Hello. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith, and love on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.